welcome to podcast 157 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, we'll have some save updates, a chat with Mr. Zeeland Shannon about his meteoric rise in the football manager community and his chances in the next stream of showdown, as well as much, much more, as well as a quiz. But before we do all of that, let's who I'm also joined by this week, Mr. Kurt Dizzle. Welcome. Oh, a bit sheepish this week. Good, good choice. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, we'll accept so, your apology so, later. Sorry about last week, guys. <laughs> Haven't said anything for a week. Well done. Dave has a party. Hello. Hello. Uh, good to be back. Excellent. Nice tan. Thank you. So, Mr. Dope, welcome. Hello, Matt. Great to be back, mate. Excellent work. Joseph, hello. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Herbals. Good evening. And the man himself, Mr. Zeeland Shallon. Welcome. Yeah, I was going to say good evening. So now that that's been stolen, I've got nothing. <laughs> so many of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody fucking says that, right? So No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Add some context to that. Um, when I was three years ago, and I, have no, I, I honestly still don't know what this phrase means, so I don't know if this is even kosher to talk about. I have no idea what it means. I was I was in a fraternity and one of the kids in my fraternity started saying Wagwan, which I think is how you pronounce it. And everybody just kind of told him to shut the fuck up because <laughs> we thought he was trying to make up a word. And then right before we started recording this, I don't even remember who said it. Somebody said it and I, had, I just had a moment. I just back through three years of my life telling Zach name and he was just stupid for saying it. But, you know. I think, I think should... that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> Apology video out tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, should we get on with some save updates, gentlemen? There is quite a few of us here, so we could be here. Kurt Dizzle, we'll start with you, um, as you weren't here last week. Uh, new save. Well, as a, as a, I say, yeah. new save. Lol. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a repeat. We're putting some demons to rest, Matthew. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd apologise to you all in person rather than just you know typing it in chat because that's the that's the coward's way out, right? Anyway, uh, Man City homegrown. Obviously, uh, to those who are familiar with my content, know that I did this last year and it did not end well. Um, so this year we've sli- taken a slightly different approach. We're gonna make the Man City homegrown over a slightly longer period. I've given myself three years to do it. Um, we're only allowed to sign British players, so I'm not allowed to go and sign loads of Brazilian wonder kids and just chuck them in the academy until they become homegrown. Um, and Shots. Yeah, and uh, it started already. So um, we've brought in James Tarkovsky and Ben White, which I'm very excited about. Um, You'll be <laughs> Well, we won the Community Shield on penalties but we you know we won it and we've we've currently gone we're unbeaten so far like so i think it's seven league games were unbeaten um we have won our first champions league game against ajax which is probably the toughest game of the group so it's all going it's all going too well at the moment it's all going too well we've had injuries as well so like aguero's been out um the fullbacks uh, have been out carl walker and mendy's obviously takes a little while to come back from injury in the first season so it's um yeah, it's going much better than it did last time. I think by this time last time, I had already been pulled in for the um, pulled into the board for the meeting. So uh, hopefully this time we'll put those demons to rest because I haven't won a Premier League or a Champions League since FM seventeen. So it's about fucking time. 
Have you have you managed to sell many players so far? We've so, we sold that American guy Discarude. Discarude. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Zealand will know. Oh yeah. my god, he's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we sold yeah. him for eight and a half million, and Otamendi wow. is on his way to China in January, um, for thirty something million. Hence why we needed to bring in the two, the two centre backs. Um, so yeah, the the it started. David Silva's contract runs out at the end of the year. So I'm just going to let that run down. Uh, Aguero's got one more year on his deal after this season. So I think come the summer, it will be time to try and cash in on Aguero. Um, but, you know, there's a few players that I want to keep. I'll probably try and keep around until uh, I absolutely have to let them go. So like Laporte and De Bruyne, who has been just phenomenal. We beat Man United 4-3 in, a, in the derby and he scored two absolutely banging free kicks. Um so yeah, so I mean, obviously, if if we get bids in for players, um, if their value is matched, I have to sell them. If their value isn't matched, it goes to my chat. Essentially, we do a poll in the chat to decide if we uh, if we sell or not. Um, but after yeah, after three full seasons, I need to be fully homegrown. Otherwise, I would have failed the sale, the save. So uh, you aren't going to basically rely on Brexit to get out of jail free. No, well, I mean, obviously that's still in the air, isn't it? So we don't, we don't actually know. We say you'll get it what midway through. Well, you can get it at any point, can't you? Yeah, it's it's any time from like not long after you start, isn't it? You start getting word of what's going to happen. So uh, I've got no idea what type of Brexit I get, but it doesn't. Ultimately, it doesn't really affect um, my rules, if you like. So regardless of whether you get like the hard Brexit. Easy Brexit, or whichever one gives them that like anyone who is a foreign national there at the time of the the Brexit being imposed, because I've just had the same in my save where sort of now all of those that I had in just before are fine, but no no other foreign nationals are going to join because they all need work permits. So. Yeah, so I mean, anyone that's a foreign national will be sold. Um, obviously, if they've come through my academy naturally or organically, not you know through no intervention of myself, they're fair game. Um, but yeah, like I say, I'm not allowed to go and just sign loads of kids and and stick them in the academy until they're homegrown. So, um, yeah, I, the Brexit rule. I mean, it might affect the league and how other teams do their business, but it shouldn't really affect how uh, I have set the save up for my transfer activity. Anyway, marvelous, David. We'll move to you next. Rotherham and your supposed new save on Twitch. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll start with the Twitch save. Um, I'm doing like a little side project outside of the standard YouTube stuff, which I was going to stream, but unfortunately, personal issues got in the way this week. So uh, hopefully that will start sometime next week. Um, but I've been playing a bit of the Rotherham save. Uh, obviously, I had a bit of a week off last week when I was away, uh, but come back to it now. And we're doing really, really well. Um it's the year of the World Cup, so we've already had that like month and a half break. I was on like a nice little winning run, uh, but fortunately we've managed to carry that on since the break. Um, I think we sat in fourth in the league. We've just beaten um, West Brom, who were in the Premier League. We've just beaten them in the FA Cup third round. So yeah, things are looking good at the moment. Don't, I don't think there's much room for transfers in January in terms of players coming in, but we have got quite a bit of dead wood now that I've collected over the past season or so. So... Um, for, for argument's sake, we signed Vaclav Kadlec on a free uh, one or two seasons ago. At the start of the season, I managed to get three and a half million 
pounds or a bid for three and a half million pounds, which I accepted. And he rejected the contract. And now I'm only getting bids of like 500k for him. So it's a bit frustrating. Um, but yeah, there's there's some players like that, Deadwood really, just to cash in on. But I'm hopeful this season we could get playoffs for the first time. I think like you guys all know, uh, I don't think when you're a playoff sort of team, you don't think you're ready for the Premier League. So it's going to be interesting if we do get promoted to see how much of a, a big step it is. But we switched our system to a 4 triple two, um, quite attacking, and we're just scoring goals for fun at the moment. So fingers crossed this time next week we'll be uh, we'll be celebrating a promotion to the Premier League. Bosh, bosh, bosh. Lovely stuff. Really good <laughs> Not really much else I can really ask about yeah. that. That's uh, It's going good, though. I mean, to be fair, your your Rotherham save last time went well until it didn't. That was a, it was a weird save last time because we got playoffs the one year and then the last time... Uh, I think the next season we really struggled and got sacked. <laughs> well, that's the they say it was going it was going absolutely crazy. Yeah, so like, I'm hoping we don't dragging you out of the mud and then. Yeah, we had like odds and he... Edward and stuff, and then the year after he signed for Celtic, and I thought I was some sort of god, like a scout that you know I'd unearth his gem, <laughs> like everyone does on <laughs> FM. But um, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember if they were in League One when I started that save or the Championship. I think they were in the Championship, but yeah, it's, it's always good fun. It's just a bit different. It's not a team that people tend to go and manage. Um, the team's unrecognisable from when we started and it's sort of my team now so getting some good players in on loan a lot of the players that I've loaned for the last two years their contracts have come to the end now at the end of the season Like, was one of the unpopular opinions loaning players all the time it was like long term loans wasn't it yeah. and I was just sat on holiday like shit because <laughs> that's all I've done this same but yeah um, yeah, but a couple of the players that we've had for quite a while, their contracts are coming with their parent clubs to an end. So I'm hoping that we can get some cheeky free deals at the end of the season. Smashing. Z, we're going to come to you next, uh, or else it'll be a long time before you get to actually answer any questions. So we will cover over <laughs> some of your other bits and pieces. But your current save is with Leneros, I believe, in Colombia. Yeah, it's a team called Generos, which actually oh, does... Oh, is it Generos? Uh uh, I wouldn't expect some, uh, you know, such a pronunciation from a gringo like yourself. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's Genetos and the the club dissolved actually uh, this year, which we found out later. I do this thing where I'll I'll decide what country I want to play in, uh, and then I just use a random number generator to pick the club. And I have this amazing ability. The random number generator always gives me like the worst team in the entire country, uh, and that happened again. So we, we took us a couple of years to get promoted and no small cause of that was the unbelievably complicated league system that seems to just run rampant in all of South America. But eventually we got promoted and now we're we're pretty competitive in the in the top flight. We're finishing top eight, which gets us into playoffs, which I won't even try and explain because it takes me about an hour every time I try and do it on stream. Um and if you get into the playoffs, essentially you have a chance to to win a half of the league and then the whole part of the league. But the relegation is based off a three season point performance. So even if we do pretty well uh, throughout the course of the season, Genetto still has a chance to go back down. So we're still nervous, even though we're playing well. It's weird. I'm having fun, though. I'd never managed in South America before. I don't know about you guys. So did you know about the obscure rules in the division? or in, in, in the Colombian league structure before you took it on? No, um, I still, <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I knew it was going to be weird, right? Because the moment I clicked on it, when you look at the league position map, uh, there are two dots for each year because there are two seasons each year. It was 
it got to a point where I thought I knew it. And then I thought we failed to get promoted and the season ended. And then I got the achievement for winning promotion, like the steam achievement for winning promotion. And so we had this whole, for 20 minutes, we thought we'd blown it. Complete choke, like lost to this team on the last day. Totally thought I wasn't going up. And then we just got promoted anyways. Like as I was wrapping up the stream, it just happened. Uh, so I, it's safe to say I still don't know the rules. But I know that if you just keep <laughs> winning, you, you, you'll win trophies or something. Like you just keep, we just keep playing. And we've learned four years and I, I'm confident that I at least understand how to not get relegated rules-wise. So it's progress. South America's weird, man. So me, me and Herb just spent a season in Argentina and like the first part of the season is meant to make up, well, it, it, it implied that it made up the important part of the season with the top five places getting Libertadores slots and then below that getting Sudamericana and got to the, the end of that first part and then you go into what's called the Super Copper or the, I can't even remember what it was bloody called. And it just, it made no sense. It made no sense. Like the relegation is done over a league average points. And it was just a, well, we, we, we got to the end of the season. We had no idea what was going on. Yeah. It was a bit like you. It's just like, just try and win as many games as you can and hope for the best. Cause you, you're not gonna be able to predict it. You don't know what's going on. The second league was weird. Cause it literally, it was like having a league and then those two leagues split in half, but there's no, seems to be no rhyme or reason of how they split and then they just play each other. So you don't play the other half, but then all of it gets added together at the end, and that's the final league. And it's like, how does that, how's that even a competition? It's like, <laughs> fuck it. Just try and win as many games as you can and hope for the best. Yeah, I, I had the my first season, I think it was my second season, we won a phase. Like, we finished top of the league for one of the two seasons, and I thought we won a trophy. And so we celebrated, I dumped water on my head, like we did all that. And then we just, we didn't, we got nothing. We didn't get a trophy. It didn't get, you know, it wasn't in my bio. We just, you know, we finished first in ha this half of the season that apparently didn't matter at all. And I was soaking wet for nothing, so. I know the Jupiter League in Holland works a bit like that, where it, it's in like seven or eight phases. And so that you, you can have, you can qualify for the playoff, there, I think the champion goes up regardless, but then there are six or seven other places that can also qualify for a playoff to get up into the Eredivisie. And it's it's unless they've changed it more recently, it's it's bizarre and weird, and it's very difficult to track. And you can find that some people who end up finishing bottom of the league can get promoted. It's weird um, because it because of how obviously the, the scores are cumulative over the season, so the the better you perform, the more likely you are of getting a chance of promotion. But anyway, I digress. We'll move on to Herb as he's interjected with Argentina talk, um, but more closer to home, it, well, than Argentina anyway, yeah. it's Sunderland. Sunderland. Oh, did I make a mistake getting very big-headed last time round? I think we were 10 points clear at the top of the table, and I was saying things like, this is easy. Uh, and Shades then, of Leighton Orient, maybe? Uh, no, this is something like I've never seen before. Um, we'd we'd lost. We were we were top by ten points. Doncaster were behind us. Uh, we'd lost one game, I think, all season. Just cruising. It was nice and easy. And then February came. No, sorry, end of Jan came. We played Doncaster and they beat us one nil. It was a bit all right. Okay, game was a bit even. They got the goal. We didn't get any goals. Fair, fair enough. I was like, nah, it's fine. Ticks into February. And we go from losing one game in a month to only winning one game in a month. And our point difference goes from plus 10 to plus two. 
Uh, and then I just was on squeaky bum time for the entire rest of the uh, season. We got to the leasing.com final. Managed to lose to MK Dons in that one. That was great. Everyone, we just we just changed the formation before that game. I think two games before that, we'd won 3-0 and 2-1. So I was like, good, we're back on form. We're playing MK Dons. Mid-table, we'll, we'll trash these. We lost 3-1. I think we let in two goals. In, we let the first two shots on target in. And I was like, no, don't do this. And then we had six games to run to the end of the season. We dropped down to fourth at one point, And I was like, if I have to do playoffs... I'm going to get fired. This is going to be terrible. What am I going to do? Uh, but we managed to sort it out. We ditched. I've been playing a five at the back with a lone striker, which was Will Grigg. And he was on fire. He's the top goal scorer in the league. And then just turned off scoring goals. He finished top goal scorer in the league, but didn't score for probably, or consistently score for the probably last two or three months of the season. Still finished top. It was rather frustrating. So yeah, I, sh- I was shuffling the pack constantly, trying to put two strikers on, like 2 a.m.s on what I could, whatever I could do to get it working. Managed to stabilise it uh, and got into the last game of the season. We were top by a point. We just had to beat Rotherham, funny enough. Um, and beat, as long as we beat them, we win the league. Ipswich were right behind us. If they won, it doesn't matter. Uh, and we lost the Rotherham and Ipswich won. So we ended up finished second, which was, it pissed me off a little bit at the time, but I still got promotion. Promotion first season, which was good. Uh, and we've just gone through, pre- well, we're just mid preseason now. So we've kind of flushed out so many players. We've kicked out um, all of the big earners. Um, McGreedy came back and retired. I think we had James Tompkins in for a year. He's gone as well. Ledbit has gone. Uh, there's a couple of others that are on quite large wages as well. Literally flushed a whole lot. Went for purely th- free transfers. People that had been released, uh, younger players that had been released as well. So we brought in eight, signings which have pretty much gone into the first team and we're looking to flick and change the formation out to a kind of standard 4-4-2 to try and fight bravely against relegation in the championship so well it'll be interesting to see how it goes but the team yeah is almost unrecognizable to the team that got us up because we've had to release so many players Uh, and also that last run we had just pissed me off so much that players that i was guaranteed i was like you're going to be in the team next year don't worry i've i've been binned off straight away not a question just an observation that is quite the bottle job, DJs. Uh, yeah, it was quite good. Well, you know, we can't all load up saves with Man City. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move on quickly, I think. That's probably why. We got promoted. That's the main thing. We got promoted. First time of asking. Automatic. Easy. Joe, uh, what did you get when you had a central and save running? Bored. <laughs> <laughs> got to the Premier League in two seasons and just uploaded the save for everyone else to play with. But it was like Lone FC, wasn't it? In the second season in the Championship, I picked... You can have five Lone signings. I think I got Eddie Nketcher, Michael Oberfemi, Billy Gilmore. I can't remember the other two, but I think one was a centre-back. And one might have been a goalkeeper. So I picked like five strong spine positions. Didn't you get Badia Shelley as well? <clears throat> I bought him. I was too so he went even, Yeah, he went even alone. Yeah. And it just... It was... We pissed the league. So then got to the Premier League and just was like, nah, can't be bothered. Because you were uh, <laughs> deliberating whether to sign David Raya. Proudy. <laughs> yeah, Proudy. Yeah, you got to have Proudy in nits. <laughs> you don't. I've seen him. But yeah, that is the temptation, is how do you stay away from doing that? Because even I was going through, I went through the free transfers and just picked up some good players that were being released. And then but but he's realistic through, because it. that's what championship teams do. They they yeah. sign, yeah. If, the, if you're going to have a promotion push, you'll go and sign what's available on loan. But but it just makes it pretty easy. Like Eddie and Ketcher's a cheat code for the championship. Yeah, yeah. I think Ketcher was who was the other one that was there? 
I think um, Greenwood was there as well online. Well, that's, that's quite quite bold getting him in. I guess it's early patch as well, which probably helps. But mm. no chance getting him now. Um, Joe, is there a, is there a, um, an update to be had? Well, I think you... that update on the Sunderland save was longer than my save update for this week because I knew Curtie had a new save, I knew Zealand was on, so I thought, you know, I don't, I'm not going to play FM this week, so that those guys have the time to talk about their saves in a, you know, in earnest. Yeah, there we go. Well, I, I'm looking forward to the writing whenever it, it happens. <laughs> Mr. Dupe. Palermo. I'm going to keep Big it short news. and sweet, mate. We won the league. Piece of piss. We didn't bottle it. Uh, we nearly bottled it. We really nearly bottled it. We were in the Coppa Italia final and we bottled that. Uh, we were in the uh, semi-finals of the uh, Europa League 2. I don't know what they call it nowadays. Uh, we bottled that. Uh, and then we had to win. We had to get one point in the last six games and we uh, we, we lost the, the, the first game. We, we lost the second game uh, and I was getting a bit, oh, this is a bit shit. Uh, and then we then we went and smashed Inter and, and we won the league. So it was pretty straightforward. Um, and then nothing really happened in the summer. We we, we, we signed £400, a million pounds worth of players. Um, and, and, and now we literally have the greatest team I've ever seen and we're going to win the lot. So pretty much. You don't even need to do an update next week because it's going to be basically me winning the lot, Matt. You're going to be winning the lot. So have, have plans changed now, now that you've got an excellent team? Well, the thing is, I had a guy that we struggled to get uh, a non-EU space, even though he's non-EU and I had a space and I, he couldn't play. So I loaned him out. Um, he came back. He played four games for me and then Chelsea bid £120 million for him up front. Um, and I just went, where do you want me to drop him off? Um, <laughs> the club gave me £120 million to spend. And then because I kind of know it's my last season... I may or may not have used monthly instalments because <laughs> I've not got to worry about that. Um, and we may have spent... We had like a very good midfield anyway, and I may have spent £250 million on midfielders, and now we've just got the most insane midfield. And like the, 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 the football that we're seeing is just tremendous. We play three in midfield, uh, we play an attack mid, and then two strikers, and it's just... It's just bliss, mate. It looks gorgeous, mate. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to win the Champions League and and uh, talk about it next week. That's uh, the bold words. Hopefully, you don't. I'm not on next week. <laughs> <laughs> fortunate, fortunate. Um, but yes, no. I, it's it's going very well, Matt. Uh, Chivas, uh, Martinelli's club, um, didn't get promoted to Syria, so they're still in Syria, B, mate. Just, just a little bastard. update. Yeah, that's why I sold him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Blackburn Olympic uh, it's it's got even more ridiculous from where I updated from last week uh, so we, we will most likely have completed the season by the time the pod is out uh, as it currently stands played 28 uh, won 27 <laughs> uh, goal difference of 85 rubbish uh, points of 81 uh, so we are 28 points clear at the moment and it's the middle of February. 28 points clear. Isn't that what Herb bottled it from? <laughs> 10. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, if, if I manage to somehow screw this up from this sort of distance out, I, I've something has gone drastically, drastically wrong. Um, I do have some eagles swooping in for some of my players, even though they're contracted. Uh, Luca Navarro may be on his way out, uh, which is unfortunate, um, 
Benny Ashley Seal, who I picked up on a free, I think he's still on non-contract terms, uh, he has scored 20 goals in 10 games, <laughs> which is ridiculous. So you're talking about Eddie and Ketcher being a cheat code. He should no way be playing in tier nine. In fact, quite a lot of my team should not be playing, playing Benny in Benny Ashley tier nine. Seal is like genuinely like a League Two, League One player. <laughs> And he's playing for me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He he is he 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 was very slow to start, but he's come out of absolutely nowhere. And as I said, in, in that many in ten ten games, he's nearly the top goal scorer in the division. Um, so it's uh, it's very weird because I've got like three players who are all vying for the the golden boot in the league. Uh, I think we're we're out of the FA Cup because we got knocked out to Ipswich, which was annoying in the first round. Although they then got knocked out by Burnley in the third round, having got past Portsmouth. So I don't think we'd have lasted much longer even if we had got past them. Uh, we're still in the FA Vars. We're still in the, the League Cup for the league we're in. So we, we could definitely get some more silverware. Um, I think I'm pretty much nailed on for Manager of the Year as well. So it's... Uh, oh, oh, and a uh, small matter of... We signed Mario Gomez. Nonce. Yeah, he's, he's 35. <laughs> uh, so, and then I've also had, I've tried to get Robinho, well, I've got Robinho and uh, Lucas Biglia on on trial, but um, I can't get work permits because we've just had Brexit. So, Did, did Stout build your database? You <laughs> may as well have at this point, it's ridiculous. Matt, if you're going to cheat, just like make it less obvious, mate. <laughs> Yeah. The thing is, that, next, that's next the thing you're going to say you signed Messi and Ronaldo. Like, what the fuck? I, I, to be honest, I've, I've looked to see if Wayne Rooney is is going to retire soon or or not because like, I feel like I need to. Well, he's he's uh he's still playing at Derby. Uh, his contract runs out, so he's my next target. I like that for weeks you've been like, yeah, Save's getting a bit ridiculous now. Like I'm a bit worried about it. I'm and just, then you've I, gone I became a meme play now. into the meme. I'm gonna yeah, sign Rubinio. It's like why yeah. why are you doing it? Don't do I mean, it. The thing is though, like I just have the same filter open and I just look at it periodically and it I see some ridiculous player pop up. I was like, fuck it, I'll try them because I can't I can't scout them. I may as well look. Just stop lying. You're just putting up flyers in nursing homes all around England. <laughs> it basically is it now. Hang on, what? Try and get grannies for Ro Rooney? Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, yeah, rather than youth players for... Imagine, mate. I love it. Good, good work, mate. So, yeah, it's it's going a bit too well. I, I'll be interesting to see if... Like, I'm waiting to see where we plateau at. And obviously that's if we keep on maintaining the players we have as well as papering over that the, there are some cracks I'm seeing like uh, at right back we're, we're that's probably a weak point as well as goalkeeper um, we've got Adam Federici in in there at the moment go and uh, get Cafu mate he'd be, he'd be winning <laughs> to come there <laughs> I uh, I did uh, offer a trial to Carlos Camini you thought so, about offering yes. um, a Paraguayan uh, prison uh, some money for Bobby uh, Ronaldinho no I thought <laughs> you were going to say Jose Jose Luis Chilivert then try and tempt him out for oh. retirement Free kick, go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or penalties. Um, Rogero Sini. Anyone else? <laughs> we can do this all night, but we won't. Um, but yeah, it's going. It's it's going a bit too well. I feel. And even our like rocky patch in the middle of like the winter, we were we were just struggling to one and two nil wins. So yeah, it sounds it's, dreadful, mate. It's, it's <laughs> fucking brilliant. horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and typically that that loss at the start of the season is gonna potentially break the break the unbeaten season before it even started. So exactly what happened last year. So if 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 I can continue on next next season with sort of as we've sort of left off here, 
then the aim is to not have that happen. When do you sign Haaland? <laughs> when? Um, probably about 10 years from now, I'd imagine. So that'd be about, about right timing, really. Be in the Premier League by then, maybe. Who knows? Clan would have done it before you. <laughs> probably. Anyway, right, we'll move on, gentlemen. We have Zealand on with us this week. I think I think you are actually because we did mention when we had Tony Jameson on uh, not so long ago that he was the the first person from the North East on the pod. You are officially the first American on the pod, so congratulations. The accolade is yours. That doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're walking the post, mate. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate oh. that. <laughs> who've actually made a geopolitical joke I'm impressed <laughs> I, don't, I think he made it unintentionally I know <laughs> amazing that's that's perfect that's excellent he's yeah, a good so team. we've <laughs> we've got a, we've got a, a whole raft of questions covering yourself your saves and everything else so uh, we're just going to jump straight into it if you don't mind um, so if you could give us a little bit of a profile about yourself before we start, that would be marvellous. Because it's better coming from the horse's mouth, so to speak, than, than mine. I wonder how that made it over there. I've been getting called a horse my entire life. Um, the- <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of reasons Not a lame one, I'm sure. Uh, Not uh, a lame yeah, one. No. Um, speaking geopolitically, I'm actually in quarantine right now because I'm, I'm now in New York state not city so i'm sure ben's very disappointed by that but i he uh he's never mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> i honestly think i'm gonna get into, i'm gonna end up recruiting ben to to the united states he's gonna be another just another american at some point that's that's my that's my long-term goal but no i'm 24 years old uh a year ago i wasn't really doing any of this um I started streaming because I ended up taking one class my last semester of of college, um, and you can't you can only drink so much. It turns out uh, I know there'd be somebody some people that would try to disagree with that. So I needed something to do while my friends were in class, and I had a friend that pointed out uh, OBS and kind of explained to me how it worked. I was like, oh, I can do that. The only issue I have is I suck at video games just in general. I'm just really bad at everything that involves shooting or, you know, skill. But I've been playing a ton of football manager because it's the only thing you can play in lectures. So when I got around to, I had the time. I know, I'm serious. But yeah, it, got, it became a problem, though, as my computer got older. And I know a lot of people listening will probably be very familiar with this. But it started, my computer started to get so loud in the lectures that it was drawing unwanted attention. Um, you know, sounded like a stampede in the back. Just echoing off the walls. I actually, yeah, I would like be tabbing out, but the computer would be moving so slow that the professor would walk by and totally see the game. And I'd just be like, hello. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I kept playing it. So the only game I was good at was Football Manager. I, I had no idea. I didn't know about the scene. I didn't know anything. I just started, I just turned the stream on and started playing Football Manager um, with a janky headset and some like sewer pipes in the background. And uh, fast forward three years later, we're here kind of rewritten the trajectory I had planned for my life. But um, the sports broadcasting thing is still there. That was always that was always what I wanted to do. And I, I think we're going to get into that. That's almost perfect segue. 
it's almost like you have media training. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, we did want to ask you about sort of how how you got into it. I've heard sort of various parts of the story uh, on some of your streams, but I've never heard it in its entirety. Um, and I guess I'm going to couple that with sort of having arguably one of the most supportive parents in the entire <laughs> FM community as well, because I feel like Mumbot needs uh, needs a bit of recognition as well. Oh, she does. She's the type of parent that every time I was in school, she was the president of the PTA. So it shouldn't come as a surprise that once the streaming and the YouTube started to take off, she was, she, you know, she went from knowing absolutely nothing about the internet, really, to she's she has meetings with my mod team regularly and she moderates the chat and well like she used to use she used to just accidentally ban people and we'd sit down and be like you shouldn't do that um <laughs> but no, now she now she's like an actual mod of the channel she's very fluent and uh she said i i can't remember exactly what it was but something happened i mean in real life because i was i was at home for the pandemic at the homestead in florida and something something happened somebody tripped or something and she goes pog and i'm like excuse me she just goes you know pog pog champ i'm like no mm -mm. <laughs> it's gone that, that, that was when i knew what i'd done i'd created a monster uh, but that that's the mom bot that's the mom bot origin story she's always just thrown herself into that stuff so once she realized that this was something that i was doing she set out to find out how to involve herself and she's just become part of the channel for the sports broadcasting though uh that was actually also by accident i got a playstation 2 for my sixth birthday and i got nfl 2k4 and the announcers on that game were terrible like they the way they set it up you know every time you'd get a i don't know if you know anything about american football but every time you'd score a touchdown they'd say the exact same thing right they were super annoying so six-year-old me figured out how to turn them off then i thought it sounded weird so i just kind of started doing it you know must have sounded really stupid the six-year-old touchdown you know sitting in his room <laughs> my mom would secretly record me those haunt me to this day um she'll like bring them up at every birthday party just because why not they're like the equivalent of your baby photos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just endlessly more embarrassing, and they're, you know, a video is much longer than a picture. But I, that that started, it, that went on and was just something I did as part of enjoying the video game. I actually used to do it over FM as well, which is something I, I do now. Um, and then eventually one day she walked into my room and she was like, I volunteered you to do the announcing for the parent teacher challenge. This is in the middle school. And I was like, okay. And that was kind of the start of it. Did, um, have you ever heard the story about how Dave's mum helped him beat Ben in the creator's cup? Oh my God. <laughs> Just so it's all about mums. Uh, 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 oh, if, you speak, I, if you talk to Ben about it, yeah, it's a oh, thing. It would wind oh, Ben. I've heard. He's has a party on Ben's shit list. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and mine. Have you beat him yet? For a different reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. I think I'd scored and I was celebrated. And I think, like, you can just see her just open the door saying, Are you winning? <laughs> but obviously, I um, I sent all the stuff to Ben, like, for his video. And then, like, you know, when you're like transferring a file, you're like, Shit, I never did anything about that. So I messaged Ben and I said, like, Can you cut the bit out when my mom tries to come in the room, please? <laughs> so he's held it against me ever since. 
and and her. So yeah. Oh yeah. I I I was my mom's been embarrassing me for so long. By the time it got to the streaming, I just kind of owned it. Um, it does creep some internet people out though, because they'll be like, you know, they're, they're assuming that you know my mother isn't reading the chat because people just say weird things on the internet, and so you get yeah. some pretty hilarious reactions where they're just like. Oh, I didn't mean that. He's a really lovely boy. Like, you know. Are you talking about the lowdown now? Hey, you asked me for, you know, it's like you asked me for feet pics 30 seconds ago. You can't take that back now. <laughs> it's almost like the perfect uh, like response to trolls. If you're like, my my mom's actually here. And you're like, yeah. there's a, a parent here? Oh God, I can't say that thing. I, I didn't mean say. it. You struck onto like the perfect, the perfect mod. I do like that. Yeah. I mean, you, in, in complete contrast, that. The, my my parents have, in fact, every time I go around, my dad's now got got his head around audiobooks and now understands that they're a thing, even though they've been a thing for about forty years. And he's gone from so. What have you done this week? Uh, where it used to be, what do you do again? <laughs> and that that was pretty much a standard response. Um, hey, can I just say it is weird listening to you <laughs> read a book in a it, bad it, way? No, no, it's it's just strange because I talk to you so much. Then listening to you read a book, it's bad enough what hearing you on an advert, and then when I'm literally <laughs> hearing you read adverts. this book, and I'm like, this is weird. Imagine when you're watching porn and that advert pops up. It's not good, mate. It saves me watching the ever half of the video. Let's just put it that way. Wow. Okay. Well, that took a turn. <laughs> of course it did. But I, I mean, I've said this before about like strange, like you were saying about your strange origins into. To sports announcing, and I, I, I did a sort of a similar thing, and it's that sort of when you look back on things, and you, obviously your your mum is there to remind you of them quite frequently. But oh. it's it's like <laughs> I, my my whole voiceovering thing started with when I used to sort of talk over the top forty and do my own DJ announcing when I used to record it in this crappy little tape recorder I had. Was and that that's before I, or after you worked in dev? Uh, that was that was I was about five Jory. years old when I used to do that. So, yeah, after. definitely before I used to work in dev. <laughs> Yeah, that, I was only mentioning it briefly because there was actually a context here to mention it. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's quite. Do you find it weird that you've you've sort of something as small and and as insignificant as that has been, with sort of help from parents' encouragement, has led you down this path now? On the broadcasting or uh, on the stream? Yeah, on the broadcasting. Yeah, more, the, more the so. broadcasting, there was a lot of kerosene on that right away. Um, the fact that my voice was pretty good became apparent. Everybody always points that out immediately. Um, but to be fair, I've got this Go XLR and I've turned the bass all the way up. So um, it's very flattering. But I got into a broadcast booth when I was 14. The Yankees play their spring training in Tampa, and um, my dad knew the guy that ran the broadcast booth and was like, hey, my son is way too enthusiastic. Can he sit next to you? Um, and then two years later, I was doing the radio for the minor league team that that played in that uh, in that stadium. And by the time I went to college, I was doing games for ESPN's like really like in internet channel for the, the college that I went to. And then when I got out of college, I did a spring American football game. Uh, and after that, I got a call from United Talent Agency. At which point I thought I was set uh, because 
like it's the same talent agency that rep like right they represent Angelina Jolie, which is that's I only know that from Wikipedia. Like I'm they 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 represent you know <laughs> they, they led like, with that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you know, tell so, me Angelina. We'll, we'll yeah, have you, lunch. Yeah, you get great. a call from this guy. You're living in a tiny apartment, you know, and you're like, absolutely, this is it. Uh, and he's a great he's a great agent, but I, I think I, I tend to have a pie in a pie in the sky kind of outlook most of the time, and I definitely had it had it then and I, I did a lot of traveling a lot of broadcasting and then the pandemic hit and all of the games that i was scheduled to call just got canceled you know and i hadn't i hadn't signed a salaried position with anyone i was just driving around doing stuff and it's you the streams at the time are kind of funny because I'm, I'm in a hotel I was at my girlfriend at the time's place and i just like kept popping up and i i would lug the computer around all the time uh, and then right when the pandemic hit my other career took off, so it was kind of convenient. Dovetailed nicely. Um, something that I guess you how you've been able to combine the two is you've sort of made casting, well, not just World Cups anymore, but uh, key uh, tournaments in Football Manager, as you would if you were actually commentating, which is now blown up in itself, and you've made this a, a, a small niche, an even smaller niche, but massively popular at the same time it's like the most bizarre thing in the world but also the introduction of clive to everyone as well announce clive announce clive <laughs> yeah yeah so the obviously the way i learned the announcing was i would turn the guys off in the video games so when i would play fifa all the announcers that i was hearing uh were english and so the accent that i would do doing the games because i was just copying the what they sounded like i just did an english accent and so when you start to do that for a certain amount of time it gets really <laughs> comfortable um and you can just slide in and out of it at any point and and you can do the clive thing and i have to be perfectly honest our american accents do not fit the sport as well as english accents <laughs> do they don't the, um, the american accents are fantastic for basketball they're fantastic for american football but for for what I, I suppose I should call football with this accent, because soccer just doesn't sound really good in it. <laughs> um, it, it this accent's just, it's got that little extra something. And it's probably just because it's the only accent we hear doing the sport, but it that always fascinated me. So I, I, we we discovered the the announcing World Cups and stuff on the street. I, I, I got to stop. It's just no. going to be too weird. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to do it. I was like, is this his real voice? This is Scam. He's David American. Yeah, uh, it's it's all a ploy. It's a marketing <laughs> ploy. No, uh, that was an accident too. Like it's apparently everything that's ever happened in my life. It, but uh, I think the key is you just go with the flow. We were in the middle of my Bate save, and we just came on the World Cup. And you have that message where the people get called up for the World Cup, and we we looked at the draw, um, and I started to realize, you know, because I, I I've got the live feed number up, so if a bunch of people leave, if a bunch of people show up, then you can go back and look later, like analytics, what happened. And we were looking through the World Cup and talking about the different matchups, and they're like, you know, oh, we should pick the World Cup, and then we're setting something up in the chat to where we're going to pick who wins the World Cup, but then we'll just keep playing the save. And I'm noticing people are just still here and still here. Like, it's one thing if you find something cool. But if everybody else you're there, like everybody else that's there is also finding it cool. And in, in like engaging, we're just sitting here talking about this virtual tournament that has nothing to do with real life. 
that stream ended up being about seven hours and I had it I was gonna do about three to four that day because we just started watching and then once we started watching I was like hey I'm gonna try something and then just like spun around in my chair or something it was like here we are live for the first well you know and then it just it just kept going and kept going and then we figured out a format like well which matches do we want to watch which ones are we gonna simulate you can't watch the whole world cup i mean it'd take two weeks um and then after that stream i was like okay i've gotta i gotta do this and then we <laughs> like oh let's do a different tournament did african cup of nations and it, it helped that that was an insane tournament there was like a 95th minute equalizer in the final and it was Mo Salah against Sadio Mane. It was a fantastic tournament. And then after that happened, I was like, okay, this is something we're just going to do all the time now. But yeah, when initially I started to do it, I was like, there's no way, right? Like, this is a fluke. Like, I'm going to, the next, the next day I'm going to stream this World Cup. Who's going to show up to watch? Uh, but I found it cool and a bunch of other people did too, so. I think, I think it's very wholesome that it came out so organically. Uh, but the one thing that you need to watch if you've never seen it, which you probably haven't, is Boston Goals. Um, there's a program over here called Soccer AM. It's it's very shit now, but it used to be very good. And uh, there was a thing called Boston Goals, which was basically a complete piss take of American sports announcing. <clears throat> and so they're <laughs> and they're uh, they cover they cover Boston, which strangely enough is the same team that Ben has been managing on stream for quite a while now. Um, but bit previously they were in in the in the uh, in League Two at that point, and uh, yeah, they just have two English guys putting on American accents, but basically doing overzealous American commentary, uh, torpedo header, etc. Um, <laughs> it's it's. I think I think you'd find it funny and a little bit insulting, but <laughs> either I, way, yeah, I, I, I think I'm used I'm used to the American. Um, I'm outnumbered. In all of these conversations, uh, that's that's all I'll say on that. But I will. I'm going to dig my heels in on this. You have a show called Soccer AM, and I still get people every time I say the word soccer that are just it, like it's, it's Sky <gasps> though, so no one cares. It's <sighs> Sky. Yeah, I guess. Owned but, by an Australian, they don't know anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that was that was one of the first things I was told because I was oh, I messed with my headset. That was one of the first things I was told. I was streaming football manager. Just I had no idea what was going on. I was still in my. I was still in college, and some dude came in and he's like, "If you have, if you want to do anything with this, you got to stop calling it soccer." And I was like, <laughs> oh, "Okay." Yeah. I do like that you do play the game with with the American language on or English yeah. American, and it changes everything. All of the the terminology <sighs> has changed. Some of it's stupid. Some of it is like. <laughs> How I would imagine, so I was a history major in college, so indulge me. Uh, in a lot, so a lot of historical sources, they're only written from one side, right? FM and the way they like word things for the American English language is like a British person's interpretation of what an American would call the thing. <laughs> like, the, the, you know, the, the phrase team talk is not unusual in the United States. We wouldn't call it a team talk, but if you say team talk, we know, you know, I can tell you what we call it even less, a pep talk. But in the game, <laughs> it is a pep talk. So, yeah, that, that's what the way I can think of. They did get the yearly wage right, though. I don't, weekly is just bizarre to me. My brain still struggles with it. The thing is, it's, it's, only, it's really, it's quite a, it's more of a footballing concept here than any, like previously, like historically, 
like we're talking sort of hundreds of years back, people would have been paid weekly. But um, more recently, uh, people who are paid monthly. So to have it weekly for footballers, it's, I don't know if it's just a case of it was easy for people to understand or to make it even uh, more grandiose when things like uh, wage caps were first installed and then and then removed in the 60s. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's a weird concept here as well. I When I used to play championship manager, I used to play it per annum because I found it easier to work out a budget that way rather than trying to work out monthly and then because back then you didn't have things that told you how much of a wage budget you were spending when you're trying to sign a player so quick question we we all know it is that players get uh, you know weekly wage do they actually get paid weekly or is this just a they get paid monthly yeah Mm. lower leagues they will so the the reason is is because it used to be working top guys though top guys no top guys wouldn't do you remember Reese? Because yeah. Reese's payslip was leaked, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was for a month. Because they'll be on, sure. be on salary. It's weekly because normally it's it was part time, and you did it alongside a labouring job, which was also weekly. So if you play, yeah, lower lower league, you get paid per game, which will be weekly then, because it's whether you play or don't play. You're not on a salary, but if they the guys will be on contracts or on salary, so they'll be monthly. Yeah, still there. It is the only time, is the only thing you talk about in a week, though. So. Whenever you talk about any other salary or wage, you'd always do it annually. I think it is a bit of a weird one. Yeah, very, very odd. Right. Okay. We'll we'll move on. You did mention Barte, and I wanted to talk about your your Champions League win with them because I feel like it's a a big moment, at least for for you personally, if nothing else. Because I remember watching that stream and I was absolutely captivated. And I think that was the first time I was ever introduced to how much you pause as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, we made the most of that. I, the, the video of the Champions League final is like an hour long. Like the match took an hour, I think. With a, the little with hype the, package the that Reese put together for you was great as well. Yeah, man, he that's his favorite thing to do. He he, I didn't even ask for that. He just does stuff like that because he gets bored because I'm always behind on sending him videos. So he just makes these like minute and a half hype videos and they're insane and really fun. They get me fired up to do whatever I'm about to do. Um, the, the Bate save was really the save that made the channel. I don't, I don't really think that's how it works. I don't think the save makes the channel. I think the channel makes the save, but um when I started the Bate save, it was at the beginning of FM20, which we're still playing. Uh, I'd been running the FM base YouTube for about three months, had about a thousand subscribers and had about 20 average viewers on Twitch. And when the Bate save ended, it ended with 1400 people watching us. We had no business winning that game. Also, I think everybody that was there kind of realized that uh, beating PSG on penalties, thanks to a Tunisian 18 year old that I had in goal I don't I was ugh. I was just happy to be there and then we won and I was like I better figure out what my next save is <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can really top that at that point no really, but- I it, I started with a team in Belarus and in nine years we won the Champions League. I don't know if I'm ever going to do better than that because we all know in Football Manager, you have you, even if you do everything right, yeah, you need to have a lot of things go your way for that to happen. But I think important for the tutorials that I make on YouTube is that I now I, I can reference that if I ever need to defend my street cred that I did pull that <laughs> off. Like even even if there, like a bunch of luck played into the fact that it was even possible to do that in nine years, like. 
It's it looks great on paper. No, it was uh, the celebrations. I dare say were even better than the actual <laughs> the actual effort in winning in the first place. Oh, I was actually just pretty talking drunk. about oh. just talking about credibility of winning the Champions League. Dave, how many years did it take you? Uh, won the Asian Champions League after four years. not to speak. The yeah. <laughs> European one, please. Well, it was 25 years. Season but, 20. Uh, 25 years, but come on. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't the plan, was it? So, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> was it, was it, so to, to bring it back, uh, was it water or vodka in the bottle? Oh, it was definitely vodka. Yeah, I, <laughs> that was definitely vodka. I, I took about three or four shots in very quick succession. And I remember when I stood up from the desk, I was like, oh, hello. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, did, you know, cause you're so lost in the adrenaline that once it wears off a little bit, you're like, all right, I'm going to sit down and eat something. Cause I haven't eaten in six hours, seven hours. Yeah, there was it was definitely vodka. It, they had they had it in the freezer, and I did we did not plan that. She was reading the chat and heard me mention that I was going to drink some vodka if we won, and just like opened the door and threw it on the ground. And uh, amazing work! Yeah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh. So, uh, talking of championships, you you have famously won uh, a, a streamer showdown, and the last streamer showdown you were on the panel which was excellent to see you calling matches rather than just participating. But um, Ben has given me permission to say that because... well, And if he hasn't announced it, it's tough because he said I can say it now, so it's on him. Um, but you are participating in Season 6 of the Streamer Showdown. And what do you think of your chances this time? Do you think you've got a, another chance of, of getting another title? You have to back yourself to do well. If you're going to beat me, you should beat me in the draft because I have class up until the time that the draft starts. So I will be sprinting up the hills of Syracuse, New York to get back to my apartment in time for the draft. Um, and I don't, I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to get my research done before I'm trying to figure out, I'm just going to have all the computers on and ready to go. So I just run in the door and hit start, uh, something like that. But he, he can, he convinced me to do it. I didn't need a lot of convincing. I was uh, like, I was going to say something, but I don't know who's going to be announced and who's not going to be announced, so I'm going to stop myself from saying it. Uh, I, I do think that I've got a good chance. I think that in that win, and even in the loss in the next streamer showdown afterwards, I figured out a tactical system that works really well PvP in a way that the first two, much to, I mean, I was giving Tom a heart attack with my asymmetrical formations. I was worried he was going to send me a medical bill or something. I, uh, <laughs> But I ended up finding a system in my title run and in the next streamer showdown where I was really happy uh, with the way everything played out uh, that I, I think I'm always going to be competitive. I mean, you need that little bit of luck in the bounce of the ball to win the whole thing, but I think I'm going to be able to keep myself competitive um, which is more than we can say for some. <laughs> Yikes. I like the casual sip of the drink at, the, at that point. I like that all four of them have said nothing. <laughs> all the fucking league, you know what you're talking about? <laughs> Dave and Irma both won a league title, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Beast. And I'm, I'm a big fan of league titles. So I think I have three of them. I don't know how. Uh, There's no such thing as a league title in the streamer show. It's a group stage. 
See, Curdy's like the pundit that's been a pundit for so long, you forgot how he ended up there in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Martin O'Neill. Yeah. My, my whole not Richie <laughs> My whole plan is just to be on the lowdown every single time now, so I never, I've never got no interest in going back into the show. Did you, did you see Richie Wellens? Was, he, he came on my timeline the other day because he was doing the Irish Champions League punditry. And someone said, who even is this guy? And someone posted the picture, <laughs> scored in the third place, under-18s, runners-up, Euro game, whatever it was. <laughs> Knows everything. Knows yeah. everything. <laughs> I say, I, I, it did remind, does remind me of Martin O'Neill once had a pop at uh, Vieira and Cannavaro. It, it, it yeah. was during one of some of the World Cup footage for, because he was saying that how many, uh, or questioning how many European Cups they'd won. And obviously he'd won two consecutively and neither of them had won it at that point <laughs> there you go um more clough references well <laughs> yes but no not really it just it's a uh, coincidental a byproduct <laughs> not obsessed <laughs> honest <laughs> um do you have any fm21 plans yet z no no i don't i don't plan Ahead, I have YouTube plans, right? I'm I'm a huge planner when it comes to the YouTube. Uh, when it comes to the saves that I'm doing, um, I, I don't like to plan out in the future because I think typically I don't know when my saves are going to end. Obviously, if you set a save uh, like the Bate one where it is, I want to win the Champions League in Belarus, then it happens, then, well, the save's over. Uh, but with Gineros and with basically every other save I've done, it's been more open-ended. And I think a save ends naturally when you get that feeling of achievement like you wouldn't be able to go much farther than this without a lot of effort and a lot of time. And um, so with Genetos, I have no idea where that line is. And obviously getting into FM21, I have some ideas of, of, of saves that I would want to do. Uh, but one thing, I, one thing I will say on that, I would love to work with a club. Like actually be in touch with the club about some sort of cross promotional thing. And obviously you're not going to do that with like Liverpool, but uh, a, a smaller club and maybe start a save with them and keep this, keep this thing going. That's something that's crossed my mind. I haven't explored it yet, but uh, if I, if I do anything or if there's any hints I can give on what I want to do in FM 21, and I feel like I might be leaning in that direction, working with a club to do something fun. Solid eyes emoji there. We'll, uh, <laughs> right uh, enough grilling thank you very much for spending your well i guess evening with us and thank you for basically ruining your life so that you can actually spend some time with us <laughs> um, because i do appreciate the time difference is not exactly easy so thank you very much um, but we will now thank you with a quiz it may be good, it may be poop, but one thing's for certain, it's a quiz from Doop. Oh, the quiz. Um, I've, I've got some questions just for Zealand, just to go off. Um, first and foremost, how do you spell Ramdoita? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I actually, I tried, Reese edited most of that. I tried so many different like terrible, definitely not spellings in that video for Raumdeuter. I never put a U after the A. So R A U M. 
I, I am oh. 100% just trying to wind you up. So don't no, I, I actually, I'm, I'm worried I can't spell it. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's D-E-U-T-E-R. R-A-U-M. Uh, that's correct. I'm dyslexic to, to me, that's right. I, I don't know. I've got no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Lots I, of think, I think that's right. After all my practice. Okay, so as we have Zealand on, uh, and he is from America, I thought we would do some questions about America. Okay? Yeah. Simple. Is, so first and good. foremost, round number one, it's about American imports. So the Viking Dan rule is in place, so if you do buzz and you get it wrong, it's a minus one point. <laughs> uh, first to buzz to, wit, uh, to get a chance to answer, you buzz with your name. So I'm going to give you three clues about a American player in that has played in the Premier League in any time of history. Uh, if you get it for the first question, the first clue, you get three points. Second clue, two, et cetera, et cetera. So question number one, this Seattle-born defender moved from the Sounders to London Zealand. in August. DeAndre Yudlin. Shit. Boom, let's go! I'm trying to make this. I don't know we have DeAndre Yudlin now. Okay, it gets harder. Okay, <laughs> yes, that is correct. Um, Who the fuck's DeAndre Yedlin? That's a new uh, castle. After new playing, castle. yeah, he, he made his debut for Tottenham. Uh, he moved up north to the Black, uh, the Black Cats, and then he swapped it for Black and White Stripes, went to Newcastle, and he's played 106 appearances. Uh, was in against three points, GG. Okay. He's quick, he's quick as fuck as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. rapid. That's pretty much it. And by the sounds <laughs> of it, so is this Dead. quiz going to be? Right, question number two. This player has played for three English teams in the Premier League. Dave. Dave. Clint Dempsey. He probably has, but that is not the one, so I've got. So minus one point, Dave. <laughs> During his time at Columbus Crew, he was loaned to Preston North End and Everton. Dave, you are back. You can answer. Oh, is this the guy with the dreads? I don't know. I don't oh. know what he looks like. I don't know what his name is. Oh. Come on, Z. Embarrassing yourself here, mate. I, I got the first one on the first clue. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clue number three. In 2004, he signed for Fulham. Nerd. Nerd. <gasps> Brian McBride. Is correct. Oh, McBride. Look at him at Dreadlocks for all. I don't know. Uh, Kobe Jones is uh, with, with Currently the oh, national team manager. Is that correct? McBride? Yeah. No, it's Greg Berhalter. I'm sure McBride would be better, but right now it's Greg Berhalter. <laughs> well, his Wikipedia says he's currently the USA manager, so um, some of these might be wrong. Okay, so question number three. This American goalkeeper has made over 200 Premier Joe. League... Joe. Tim Howard. Incorrect. Curti. Yeah, he's going to say the other one. Curti. Casey Keller. Is correct. Oh... I was going to oh, say that's Mason. Mason. Hanneman. Oh. <laughs> Made over 100 national team uh, caps. And this There's actually quite a lot of US yeah. keepers that have played in Yeah, there. I know. Okay. And this American keeper hasn't actually scored a Premier League goal, unlike Tim Howard and unlike Brad yeah. Friedel. So that was your. There's Guzan, Hanneman. There's loads in there. All right, Dave, that's question six right. and seven. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> question number four. Uh, this player had two loan spells in the Premier League. A year apart in 2010 and 2012. Nerd. Nerd? Uh, Landon Donovan. Damn it. That is correct. 
Uh, he is currently the uh, highest scoring male American player in the World Cup history. And one of only three Americans to score in more than one World Cup. Just a little fun fact. Okay, that's that's the first round. The second round is now English exports. This is English players in the MLS. See what I've done there? Same rules. First to buzz in, Viking down all his life. Question number one. This player made 98 appearances in the MLS from 2007 to 2012. Nerd. Nerd. Beckham. Beckham Bauer. That's correct. It's David Beckham, obviously. Um, he now owns a new a team over there as well, right? Yeah, he owns Miami. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Inter. Pink. Else wears pink Palermo every the night. Logo's class. Um, right. <laughs> Question number two This English defender has made 97 appearances in the MLS Joe. between Joe. Oh, fuck's sake. Liam Ridgewell. Liam Ridgewell is. I couldn't remember his correct. Name. Uh, he made an ass of himself when he was pictured wiping his ass with a 20 pound note. Yeah. And he's I also. He's also. He moved. He, yeah. This Englishman moved from the biggest Midlands club. In England, over to America. That was clue number two. Um, <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Question number three. This Englishman has played for three different MLS teams. Curti. Two of them. Curti. Bradley Wright Phillips. He may have, but that's not the one I've got, Kurt Dog. Ooh. Sorry, my friend. The, uh, two of them are actually based in Canada. Joe. Joe. No idea. Nerd. <laughs> I've got. I'm not. I'm not going to minus point you because you haven't actually had a guess. Nerd. Nerd. Um. I don't. You said English, so I'm, I might be going on a limb here. Robbie Earnshaw. I mean, that's incorrect. Yeah. I said English. I know. I was just checking. Yeah, no, because, but you, you, asked, know. you asked the question. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, number two. Uh, he started his career in England at Wimbledon, and ended it with MK Dons. But didn't actually make an appearance for MK. As you can tell, I was running out of clues. Zealand's face right now is, is just a picture. <laughs> it looks like when you ask a dog a question. <laughs> <laughs> Clue number three for question number three. He was in the West Ham squad that came runners up in the FA Cup in 2005-2006. I'm a bit concerned you've not got this. I might have to Google make sure this is right. <laughs> Joe. Definitely English. Hey. Joe. Oh, no. No, no, I've fucked up again. <laughs> I'm not going to minus point you if you're not going to guess. Any guesses? No, I, I can't think. Okay. It's, oh, uh, it's the right back. Is it Jonathan Spector? Herb, uh, Jonathan Spector. Uh, uh, no. Um, no. Played <laughs> United. Sorry, that was too easy. I got so excited. Is he American as well? A defender who's <laughs> yeah, American. He's American. American. Fuck off, Dave. We don't all Google, mate. Oh, it wasn't an Englishman playing in America. Oh, it's yeah, an Englishman playing, playing in America. America. Yeah, you fucking idiot. It was Nigel Rio Coker. Oh, oh. Yeah. he played for uh, Veneva, uh, Vancouver, Veneva, Vancouver, and Montreal. Montreal. Not, that was easy for me to say. <laughs> um, okay, question number four. There's a lot of minuses here. Uh, this legendary English striker played 28 times in the 08. Uh, Joe, Robbie King, Irish, English. Irish. <laughs> Herb, testing you, testing you. Uh, Herb. England's his favourite club. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it the phone? 
No, it's not. You're right. Oh, he did go and come back, though, didn't he? I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not the question. In 08-09 season, and he scored nine goals in that season. Clue number two. In this season, he won the 2008 Major League Soccer Newcomer of the Year. Uh, nerd, I'm going for it. I don't care. Go on there. You said legendary. I reckon you're, you're taking the piss. Yes. Luke Luke Rogers. No. Um, it's, it's not him. He was a FIFA demon on 09. Who's Curtis one? Nah, nah, it's not Okay, this is uh, this is where it gives it all away. Uh, in Eng uh, clue number three. In England, he made his name at Norwich City. <laughs> Joe. Darren Huckabee. That is correct, Joe. He's a legend to me. I've never <laughs> heard, I've never heard that Darren name. Huckabee. <laughs> You never heard, I've never heard that name. No, okay. not once in my life. That's the first time I've heard that name. I just okay. That's fine. No, I mean, you're, yeah. You need to watch Premier League years, mate. Mm. <laughs> you need to watch Matt Skybox, basically. Um, that's all that's on in Matt's house. Is it Matt? Is that correct? Okay, halftime scores. Halftime scores. So there's more of this to to, to pain. Uh, the top three at the moment. We've got Matt with five, Z with three, Curtie and Joe with two. That's it. And then, and then Dave's on minus one and Herb's on minus two. Okay. So round well, number three. I'll Google it all there, apparently. Yeah, you're not going to Google these. Round number yeah. three. This is very, this is this is quite a good round, this one. The Viking Dan rule is in place again. First to buzz in again. I'm going to reveal to you an American player that's played in the Premier League, but their names are missing vowels. So I'm going to just tell you all the consonants of their name. And I'll Isn't put this the just space. how you'd probably spell them anyway? <laughs> Probably, Matt, to be fair. Uh, minus one fucking point. Um, okay, so question number one. West Brom, shut up. G, F, F. Dave. Dave. Jeff Cameron. He's correct, Dave. Well done. Do we all understand the game? Yes. Super. Can question number two. Sorry? Can I have the same list that Dave's got? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wrote this 20 minutes ago, so there's no chance you got a list. Uh, C-L-N-T. Nerd. Nerd. Clint Dempsey. Is correct. Dylan, did your mic on, mate? Uh, yeah, my brain isn't. <laughs> yeah. Should have just stayed silent. <laughs> uh, question number three. B-R-D. Dave. Dave. Oh, it's going to be one or two in it. Uh, Brad Friedel. Oh, he's gone with Brad Friedel. Whichever one would you have gone with, Dave? Brad Guzan. Here's Brad Friedel. Yeah, um, question number four. C-H-R-S-T-N. Zealand! Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear that. What was that? <laughs> yes, no, I, hit me. I knew no, Polisic was on this list, and I knew I couldn't miss him. This is Christian okay. Polisic. It's not... Um, it is, but that was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't Mate, see that oh when you listen to the podcast, but he looks like I've just pissed on his cornflakes. Yeah. Okay, question number five. TM. Dave. H. Dave. It's Tim Howard again. Tim Howard is correct. Oh, well done, David. Well done. Okay, this is the final round. You'll be glad to know. Uh, 
I'm going to reveal to you an American player that has played in the Premier League, but their names are all mixed up. Can you solve this anagram? You haven't done anything. We need more American players in the Premier League. That's what this is teaching me. I thought Maybe. about doing anagrams for a quiz once and decided it was a shit idea. But hang on. <laughs> okay, it's not your quiz anymore, mate. Grow up. Minus one point. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to win at this, mate. Question one. I've got clues to go with it as well, okay? Oh, okay. One, question one's the hardest. Have to run it down. There's only so many you can fit in an anagram. Question number one. John one-sided. He is a striker. Buzz in whenever you wish. He is a John striker. with a H or like... John spelt like... with a H. Okay. You can put the H wherever you want in, John. Joe. Joe. Eddie Johnson. Eddie Johnson is correct. Oh well done, Mr. Friday Night FM. Just saying no hands, Matt. Yeah, he's got his hands on his head. <laughs> Question number two. Oh, this one's a tough one. Humane. Sorry, say that again. Humane Ranchman. Humane Ranchman. Joe. Dave. Joe. Marcus Hanneman. Fuck Is off. Correct, Mr. Friday Night FM. Damn. Fuck you all. Question number three. Bug Zandra. Dave. Dave. Oh. Jo Josie Altidore. It's too long. Way too Zealand. long. Um, basically, an anagram, Dave, is yeah. where. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brad Guzan. Brad Guzan. Oh, I still want to say it. Correct. Yeah. Question number four. Goon lynched. Joe. Zealand. Joe. Oh, no. Lind Lyndon Gooch. No. That's what I question in for you, man. Come on. Okay. I've got uh, my fucking name. And the final one is his first name and his second name put together, and it is Marmite. Joe. Joe. Tim Ring. Oh, you're good at this, man. Tim, Tim Ring is absolutely spot the hell on. Um, you're correct. Yeah, Tim Ring, centre back. And that's the uh, that's the final one of the quiz. Uh, so in last place, even though we had a question for him, is Herb on minus two? The mic wasn't working. Lol. Adam. My mic wasn't working. You say lol. Yeah. <laughs> in joint second place. Second? Uh, sorry, joint second from last is oh. Kurt Dog and Dave with two. Respectable. Very respectable in indeed. And then, I think my maths might be incorrect here, but I think we got a three-way tie. No, we don't. Zealand, you came uh, you came third with five points, mate. <laughs> no, I thought it and was a tie. Got, I, and we I got need Joe to pay and Matt more. on six. And yeah, that's what doing you, you haven't got us on the, uh, the, the... I'm not on your payroll, mate, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> so it is Joe and Matt. They both got six points. <laughs> Joe just smashed that last round, which helped. So I do have a tie break because um, I'm prepared this week. Okay, so are you ready, you two? So this is just for these two. No one else buzz in. I know you're all eager to do so. Which American is in the top five for appearances, goals, and assists for Americans in the Premier League? So he scored the most. He scored. In, he's in the top five for the most goals scored, the most appearances, and the most assists for any American that's played in the Premier League. 
I'll give a clue. Joe. Joe. Oh, go on, give the clue. I think I know who he is. <laughs> He's been mentioned once before tonight. Oh, are we giving Joe a chance? Because he Joe said can Joe can have it if he wants. I don't right, know. I think I know. Matt, Matt will know it is. So go on. Matt. Clint Dempsey? Clint Dempsey is correct. You are the I winner. That was a bit obvious, that. Yeah. You are the winner. I wasn't sure. I was trying to I, I actually thought, thought maybe... Brad Friedel might have had more appearances. It, yeah, so Bra- he, but he's in the top five for Americans. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that threw, because Brad Friedel does have the. He does surely have the, has most, the most. Yeah, 397. Yeah. So he held the most consecutive appearances for a long time yeah. until Frank Lampard yeah. took over him, didn't he? So. Yeah, about Frank. Oh, that was a question, but I'm glad. I'm glad we didn't do that. Now. <laughs> GG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, good quiz. Marvellous. That was a really good quiz, Dupe. Liked well, it. Good for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Say goodbye, folks. Say goodbye, folks, indeed. Right, that does bring the the uh, end of episode 157. Uh, you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and WeStreamFM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting WeStreamFM.com where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms. The new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There'll be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye folks. Bye. Bye, folks. Bye folks. Bye folks.